Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. I'm your host, Anthony Aniano, and glad you could join us here tonight, Wednesday, May 20th. An exciting show lined up for you, and uh, thanks for being a part of it. If, whether you're listening live with us here on Blog Talk Radio or on demand on, or on iTunes, wherever you may be listening, we do appreciate it. As always, the, as always, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show brought to you by the DynastySportsEmpire.com and uh, also a very proud member of the Fantasy Sports Podcast Association. Phone lines will be open all night tonight, 347-838-8088. That's 347-838-8088, and the chat room is open as well. So uh, if you want to save yourself a quarter and jump on the chat room and Chat away. I'll be happy to answer any questions, comments, anything else you got going on. Uh, I handle all of that in the chat room nice and easy. Follow me on Facebook at my name, Anthony Aniano, A-N-I-A-N-O. And follow on Twitter at A-Aniano Fantasy. That's A-Aniano, A-N-I-A-N-O, Fantasy. And uh, follow me there on Twitter. You can check me out. Happy to be part of the rotoballer.com team. Uh, as you know, besides this show, Wednesday nights at 7.30. You can also catch me and my good friend Real Talk Raf uh, broadcasting right here on Blog Talk Radio Wednesday nights also at 9.30 for the Rotoballer Fantasy Sports Show. That goes 9.30 to 10.30. So go to rotoballer.com. Get yourself signed up. And uh, great chat rooms right on their site. Basically, that show has become an hour's worth of just answering listener and user questions right there on rotoballer.com. So I'll jump on that, and also excited to be part of the of DraftValet.com. Check out the uh, the site, check out the app uh, over at DraftValet.com. And make sure you go to DynastySportsEmpire.com. A lot of great podcasts coming up on there, and uh, proud to be part of that as well. Got a lot going on. We're going to talk a lot of fantasy baseball today. There's injuries, closer changes, some free agents who may have some value, some players you may need. Uh, we also have a special guest joining us, hopefully in a few minutes, Vince Russo. Those of you who uh, uh, grow up wrestling fans, uh, Vince Russo, the former writer, creative director of both WWF, now WWE, as well as WCW, and for the newer wrestling fans, he even worked for TNA, Total Nonstop Action. Uh, he's worked for all the wrestling promotions. He actually was the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He's scheduled to call in, and he's made a transition, it seems, and we're going to talk to him about it. I got a lot of questions on it. He now hosts a fantasy baseball podcast entitled Who's On First? Vince Russo's Who's On First? So he's scheduled to call in. Uh, Hopefully he's able to in a little bit, and we'll talk to him and talk about his show and and, uh, his transition into the fantasy baseball world. And uh, anything else that comes along, we'll talk some players, some injuries with him. Should be a lot of fun. And then towards the end of the show, like like I always do, we'll run through next week, week eight, two start pitchers, and uh, who I like and who I don't like, and so forth and so on. You know, quick commentary, you know, and it's been a buzz on a bunch of Facebook pages that I'm a part of, uh, all sorts of fantasy baseball Facebook pages, and, and people have been asking about, uh, daily fantasy sports and your thoughts on it. 
And is it gambling? Is it legal? Things like that. And everybody seems to have an opinion, and, and you know what they say about opinions, but I won't go down that road. Uh, I love daily fantasy football. I love it because I find it's predictability. It's one day a week. There is, uh, you know who's going to be injured, who's injured before. You know who's starting, who's not starting. There's no surprises. I guess it's a lot easier to keep track of any possible surprises. We know on a Sunday starting at 10 a.m., you're getting all the news on a plethora of channels. I love daily fantasy football. To me, daily fantasy baseball is a whole other animal. Uh, obviously, I think much difficult to succeed. You know, you, you, you set your lineup at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It, it, it's not that difficult. You, know, you, you go about your day, you set a lineup on your lunch break at noon, 1 o'clock, go about your day. Eight o'clock, you're finally able to sit down, ate dinner, hung out with the wife, took the kids to soccer practice, whatever it may be. You grab your phone, you check your lineup, two guys aren't playing. Uh, that's an issue. And, you know, these daily sites, FanDuel and DraftKings, and I have, I have deals with them. Don't forget, go to FanDuel, sign up under the promo code SMASHERS. They'll match you dollar for dollar for the first $200. Go to DraftKings, sign up under the, uh, the promo code Smash Radio. You play for free right now. I have promotional codes with them. Uh, daily fantasy, though, especially daily fantasy, my opinion, it's gambling. It's gambling. You're hoping the guy plays. I know there's skill involved, but uh, no matter how talented you are, very tough to predict who's going to go three for three, and who's going to go 0 for four with three strikeouts. I know you look at the pitching matchups. You look at the home and away splits. You look at the lefty-righty splits. I get it. I've been in this fantasy baseball industry now for six, seven years. Daily fantasy baseball is tough. It's very tough. Uh, Not my cup of tea, as people have been asking me recently. I'll stick to the daily football. And I also enjoy season-long baseball a whole lot more. I want to swing a trade. I want to negotiate a trade. I want to work the wave of wire. I want to see somebody do in one of my 12-team leagues, and they gave up on Brandon Belt two weeks ago or three weeks ago when he was slumping. And I said, thank you very much. And I just reaped the rewards of a monster week from Brandon Belt. So thank you very much for that. So I, that's why I like the, the daily league a whole lot more. But uh, I think our guest guest is on the line. Let's uh, let's see who we got here. Uh, I believe this is Vince. Vince, it's Anthony Aniano here, the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. How are you? Yo, what's up, guys? What's going on? This is Vince. Vince, how's everything going today? Good, brother. How's it going? Good, good, good. Uh, is this who I think it is? This isn't who I think it is. Yeah. It's Vince. It's Vince Russo. Yeah. Vince, how's everything going? I had a bad connection there for a second. Sorry about That's that. That's all right. That's all right. Everything's good. That's going on. So, so talk to me, Vince. Um, I'm curious to know. I'm going to throw it right at you. What is going on with the Who's On First Fantasy Baseball podcast? How did this come about, uh, uh, and what's the story behind it? Uh, you know, one day I was just jerking off in my room, and... It just came about because that's what I was thinking about. 
Hello, you're on the air with Anthony Aniano. Is this Vince Russo? Anthony, this is the real Vince Russo. I don't know who the I, schmuck was that you just had on there, but that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't you. And I got to be honest, Vince, if if I hadn't spent a good portion of my my late teens and into my 20s and early 30s seeing you on TV, I wouldn't have been very skeptical about that. But knowing your voice, uh, I knew pretty quickly it wasn't you, but I wanted to give him a little time to uh, hang himself. I apologize for that. How are you, my friend? Yeah, it's pre- I mean, pretty much because I have a manly voice, and that that dweeb <laughs> sounded pretty much like a girly man, so it wasn't too difficult for you to tell us apart. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, what are you going to do? I, I, I always say if I'm getting pranked, I must be doing something right, so I don't mind it too much. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince, I'm, I'm, I, I want to thank you for coming on. We've never spoken before, uh, I, but uh, I got intrigued. You know, you've been on friends of mine in the business. You've been on a few shows of guys I know. I know uh, Dennis Farrell and the F Word. You did his show. And uh, I've done a few shows with Dennis. He let me know you were now in the fantasy baseball uh, industry. And I actually heard your show you taped with the guys over at Friends with Fantasy Benefits. I know you did a show with them last night. So you've been busy. Yep. And you've been out there working the fantasy baseball stuff. And the first question that comes to my mind is, how did this come about? I mean, I listened to a couple of your shows. It's great stuff. How did this come? I mean, your history in pro wrestling, everybody knows about it. So, so how does that lead you to who's on first and, and fantasy baseball? Well, you know, let, let, let's make it clear, Anthony. I mean, if I had my choice, you know, I, I've, I, I got about 24 years in the wrestling business. Trust me, if I had my choice, those 24 years would have been in the fantasy baseball business. Um, I, I love fantasy baseball. I've been playing for about 12 years now. Uh, I'm addicted to it. I take it very seriously. Uh, it's my passion, and I love it. And, you know, basically I was, you know, was kind of doing my wrestling and entertaining stuff, and I went over to a, um, I went over to a new network. Uh, called the Realm Network, and I was going to bring all my, uh, you know, wrestling podcast and my entertainment podcast over to them. And uh, at around the same time, I was talking to somebody else about possibly doing a fantasy baseball podcast because I always wanted to. And you know, Realm was kind enough to say, "Well, listen, if you're going to do all your other stuff over here, uh, we'll be more than happy to let you do a uh, fantasy baseball show." And uh, that's you know, that's pretty much how it got started. The beginning of the season. Right, and and I gotta be honest. I mean, I listened. Uh, the last one I listened to was yesterday's show, and and you were spot on on some things. Some things I've even missed. And you know, I've been doing fantasy baseball shows now for almost seven years, and I, I gotta be honest. I took your advice, and I went out last night, and in two leagues I'm in. I added Enrique Burgos of the Arizona Diamondbacks, my friend, and and you seem to be spot on on the guy, and. And a great call from one baseball guy to another. That was a great call. And talk to me a little bit about this guy in Arizona that you were singing the praises of. Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, Anthony, I, I probably do the same thing you do. Listen, man, I, you know, I've got extra innings, you know, package, and mm-hmm. I sit there every night and I watch game after game after game. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that's how much I love playing fantasy baseball. And, you know, I had Addison Reed. 
and you know, I I, I knew, you know, I knew I was going to get, you know, screwed with him. And, and I got to tell you something, yeah. you know, the, the the bad thing with Reed was he wasn't getting any save opportunities. And you know, you you know, bro, a closer can't pitch one one every five days and be effective. So you know, every time the guy got an opportunity once a week, uh, you know, he'd go out there and he'd get his his brains bashed in. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I knew, yeah, I knew I was going to lose it with Reed. And then everybody was talking about Ziggler. Well, you know, I was watching the Arizona Marlin game the other night because I wanted to see, you know, what move was going to be made. And the interesting happened was the game went into extra innings and they went through Ziggler and they went through Reed and they finally got a lead. And those guys were used up and he went to a rookie uh, you know, Burgos, who, who was a closer in the minor leagues. And, you know, the mm-hmm. guy went out there, he gave up a walk, but then he got the job done. And, you know, I mean, to me, it made common sense. If all of a sudden they, they've got something here in this closer, you, you got to give him a second shot. And, you know, if things work out, you know, it's kind of a bonus for the Diamondbacks. You keep Ziegler in the, uh, you know, in the, in the uh, you know, setup role. And everything's, you know, back to normal. And sure enough, there was another save opportunity yesterday. Called Burgos in again, and he notched this second save opportunity. So, I mean, I would, I, I would be, think it's safe to say it's his job right now until he loses it. Yeah, you know, the, the, with Burgos, I mean, twenty strikeouts this season and eleven and two thirds innings. Walks are a little high. He has eight walks on the season, but if you're striking out twenty, I mean, you're striking out basically uh, two batters every inning. Uh, that that's that's the type of stuff that makes an elite closer. And Vince, that goes along with the theory. And I wanted to ask you, right? You've been playing fantasy baseball 12 years, so let's continue talking about closers. I'm a believer. Uh, if I sit down in a draft or an auction, either one. I know most people think the auction is a lot more fun, a lot more strategy to it. But in either situation, I don't touch a closer early. I have no interest. To me, you could get a Burgos. You could get the kid now in Miami, A.J. Ramos. There's always closers. I mean, just look here where I am in New York. Uh, Familia, no, nobody drafted him as the closer. Everybody took Parnell, expecting him when he comes back, or, or Henry Mejia before he got suspended. And here comes Familia. Familia's going to go to the All-Star game if he keeps going this way. That's my view on the closers. I don't touch him early. Are you of the same mindset going back to draft night? Or do you look to grab the Kimbrel or the Araldis Chapman and lock up that, that stud closer? Well, you see, I, I, I kind of screwed myself uh, this year, to be honest. And, you, you know, you know how it is, bro. When, when you have to play catch-up and you dig yourself in an early hole, you know, you're in trouble. And that's what happened to me in my one, one of my leagues. I, I, have a, I have one league. My main league is a, my TNA league. You know, there's a bunch of wrestlers in there and a bunch of guys I worked with at TNA Wrestling. And basically, you know, it's a Yahoo, it's a points league. And the way that is set up, you basically have, you know, five starters and two closes. That's it. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. the way it's set up. Well, I started another league, you know, a who's on first fantasy league, you know, to go with my podcast, you know, get some people to play in the league. And, you know, I'm the commissioner of the league, and I set everything up, and I assume the format was the same. And, you know, basically what happens is after the draft, I, you know, I come to find, you know, it's, you know, two starting pitches, two relief pitches, and then, you know, your other slots could be starters or relievers. 
Now, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, you know, since saves give you points, uh, you know, a reliever is going to give you the more bang for your buck because, you know, they're only going to pitch an inning and they're going to rack up 13, 14 points. So I totally screwed up. You know, I, I totally screwed up because, you know, again, thinking I was, you know, playing like in the other league, I, 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 got, I got Addison Reed because I waited till the end. And then where I really got screwed was I, my second closer was uh, Benoit from, from San Diego. The next day they got oh. Yeah, so r- right off the bat, I had no, you know, I, I literally had Addison Reed, and that was it. And there were other teams, you know, that that knew what the, um, uh, you know, that that knew what the format was. That they picked up five, six closes. So you know, immediately off the bat, I was in a hole, and you know, now it's just a matter of trying to play catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, and I'm in a, a similar Yahoo points league, and I'm more of a rotisserie guy, but in this one points league I'm in, same situation, two starters, two relievers, and then the rest of your staff could be either or. And I've only, I drafted Drew Storen and Neftali Feliz, who's been maddeningly inconsistent. I can't even trust them. So now with Yahoo, you do have a few pitchers who are eligible, both starter and reliever, and I said, I, I got cute, and I put Danny Duffy in one of my reliever roles. And he's been getting hit so hard, he's been giving me negative points the last couple of weeks. I can't find somebody to uh, to fill that spot. And I actually, in that league, I was able to add Burgos, who we were talking about. Hopefully he stabilizes that second that second reliever position for me, uh, like you were talking about. But Vince, i got to ask you, you, you talked about watching the game, and I'm the same way. I've got the package, and... If I'm not watching it on TV, I have the iPad on my lap. How? How? Let me ask you this way: Start your team. I know now you're. In, you're I believe you're in like the Colorado area. Are you a Yankee guy? I heard a Giants fan. Fan. How do you roll team wise? And then does that affect you come draft day? It's a big t- diehard Giants fan my whole life. My father. Yeah, I grew up on in in New York, Long Island. My father was a Giant fan. You know, from the Polo Grounds mm-hmm. when when yep. they moved to New when they moved to San Fran in the late fifties, he stayed loyal. So I grew up oh. a diehard Giant fan. And listen, I, I I think we can all agree. I I try not to let it have an influence on me, but it, it's kind of like this. Listen, I know I'm going to watch every single giant game and you know, right. it's, it's nice when you got players on the team that are on your fantasy team. So, you know, <laughs> might, might I reach, might I reach for somebody here and there, you know, yeah, but it's not because, Oh, the giants are my, fa- I mean, it's not that it's just like I said, you know, I'm going to watch every single game the Giants play. It just makes it more interesting if I have a couple of plays on the team. I agree, and I'm the same way. I mean, I grew up Long Island as well. My father grew up a Dodgers fan. He walked away until the Mets came back. And, uh, and now the whole Aniano clan, nothing but Mets fans, and it is. It's always fun to have a Met on the team. But I wanted to ask you, and I had a feeling you were going to say Giants, so now I want to ask you a fantasy question. And you see the Giants a lot more than I do. They're your team. Tim Lincecum, Brandon Belt. Both have been – Lincecum's pitching very well. I'm not saying back to his Cy Young years, but he's been pitching well. And Brandon Belt has been scorching hot. Uh, are we finally seeing the Brandon Belt we expected? 
And then as far as well, Lincecum goes, is he a reliable pitcher now going forward in your view? I got to tell you, man, I've I've got Lincecum pitching tonight against the Dodgers, and I, I've probably already picked up Lincecum and dropped him four times this year because he, he makes you pull your hair out every single time. And you know, listen, the, the, the week I drop him, he went five innings, he walked five guys, he gave up three runs, and, you know, I got three points. And the, the mm-hmm. next start, there he goes, eight shutout innings, nine Ks. So, you know, that, then I got to pick him up again. And it's, he, he's a nightmare. Lincecum is a nightmare. Belt, belt. See, that's the thing. It, do you have belt in a points league? No, I have him in a roto league. And uh, uh, you're, you're okay you then. Know, the, the, yeah, the problem with belt in, in in a points league is he just strikes out way too much. And you know, I mm-hmm. mean, in a points league, the the ratio between walks and strikeouts for batters and pitches is so key. So that that's why it's tough to have belt in a. Um, in a, a points league, because, you know, I mean, he strikes out a lot and he doesn't walk a lot. But, hey, listen, man, for uh, for both our sake, I I hope we get to see the uh, the Brandon Bell people have been talking about for the last three years. Yeah, I mean, I remember when Brandon Bell was just coming up, the, the name he was compared to, and it's lofty, especially in this New York area, people compared him to Don Mattingly. Uh, they said a similar swing. Defensively, he was a stud. Good contact rate, going to give you a batting average, 20 home runs. And, and, and I think a lot of us, fantasy-wise, we've waited for that. We saw glimpses of it in 2013 when he hit 17 home runs, drove in 67, you know, had a respectable batting average that year of 289. And now this year started slow. He was actually dropped in a bunch of leagues. I was able to add him. And, I mean, we know he's been lights out, but you're right. I mean, he's walking only 10% of the time, and he's striking out almost 26% of yeah. the time. I mean, that's an astronomical number that he's striking out one out of every four. Uh, I could see your concern with him, I guess, uh, in a points league. You're going to take a negative point once every game out of him, and, uh, yeah, and that's tough exactly. to, to maintain. I'll tell you who I'm loving on the Giants right now. And, and, you know, again, I'm very, very skeptical because he kind of, I mean, he started, uh, you know, he started last year hot. Uh, you know, but again, I mean, I'm I'm watching every Giant game, and I mean, he's just ripping the cover off the ball. I mean, Brandon Crawford. It's, you know, yeah. it, it's doing an unbelievable job. And a lot of people like, you know, I mean, I, I know this because I'm a Giant fan, but Crawford w- works a lot with Bonds in the off season. You know, I mean, them both being left-handed batters. And I know, you know, Bonds has been a great influence on Crawford. But, man, this year, uh, man, just, just like I said, watching the games and just watching his swing, and I, you know, I, I think that could really be a, a diamond in the rough this year. Yeah, you know, and he's hitting that age now where players get into their prime. He's 28 years old, and he's had six homers, 20 RBI, uh, 25 RBIs, uh, strikeout rate less than 20 percent, which is nowadays. And I actually have him uh, in one of the leagues I'm in. I had Jose Reyes. Reyes went down. I grabbed Crawford. And I got a nice little problem on my hand now because Crawford's not going back on the waiver wire. I've got to hold on to him. It's going to be I got to see what happens. I know Reyes supposedly is coming back next week, but uh, yeah, Crawford's been lights out, terrific. And uh, 
known for his glove, but the offense has really turned into something, that's for sure. You know, Vince, I give you, you know, I follow you on Facebook, your your Who's On First uh, podcast page, and you were busy yesterday, and you were busy dealing with a lot of injuries and posting uh, updates on some of these guys. In one day alone, we have an all-star outfield out. Will Myers, Corey Dickerson, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, Victor Martinez also going down, Drew Pomerantz, Eugene Rue opts for shoulder surgery. Um, do you have stock in any of these guys? Do you have a plan uh, to replace them if you do? Are there players out there uh, that you like? Um, is, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, any, anybody I, I, out I, I, there? Yeah, it is a funny story because I'm watching a game right now and I'm about two seconds away from throwing my freaking phone through the television set. I, I, I got hit with injuries real early. I, I mean, you know, so I had the problem with the clo- closes. And then, like, right off the bat, and I always I always screw up his name because it's very difficult because I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, Iwamora from, from Seattle. Yep. I, I, I had I him as well. him off the bat. Yeah, lost him off the bat. Then, you know, I had Bradley on a roll. I, I was already given Bradley the Rookie of the Year award. He, you know, he took the line drive off the face, and, you know, he, he was out for three weeks. So you, 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 so now you're trying to, you know, you're trying to fill spots. You're trying to get temporary spot starts. You're looking at all your probables and this, that, and the other thing. And here's your perfect example tonight, and this is why it's it, – The games are 45 minutes in tonight, and I'm already here sick to my stomach because I'm looking for a spot starter, and I'm going to everybody with a tooth comb, and I come across this David Phelps of of the Miami Marlins. And I'm looking at his his last six starts, five earned runs. His DRA's about, you know, two and a half. You know, this guy's pitching stellar baseball, and they're playing the Diamondbacks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to give him a spot start. I give him the start tonight, and I'm looking at the TV right over here. Arizona three, Miami nothing, third inning. It drives it. you crazy, bro. It drives it you nuts. It does. It does. It does. I mean, this guy, one run he's given up his last six games, three runs in the first three, and he's, he's up to about 80 pitches already. Yeah. I went through I'm it this week. I added, uh, I added C.J. Wilson off the waiver wire because he had two starts this week. And uh, I think he gave up ten hits and five earned runs in four innings on Monday. And then destroyed my whip in the RA before I even could turn the game on. So, yeah, I get your pain. Doesn't it, man? (laughs) It drives you nuts. And I mean, you're you're talking to a diehard Mets fan here. At least you have the Giants to fall back on. I mean, you're talking to a a 42 year old Long Island guy who's got one memory of Mets baseball, and that was when he was 13 years old in 1986. So, hey, bro, bro, I, I, I went. Hey, you got to keep in mind. I probably started following the Giants. I, I'd say I probably like you know started really you know watching baseball probably about 1968. Bro, I had to go to 2010. So I mean, I mean, literally 42 years. I, I was getting to the point, honestly, because I was getting older and I was getting older. I was starting to accept the fact. I'm not going to see a World Series in my lifetime. So, you know, tr- trust yeah. me, man. I know what it is. Bro, speaking of the Mets, you know who I think has been like a, 
and I can't understand it. I, I knew he wasn't going to be the same player, you know, that he was at Coors Field. But I'm I'm shocked Kadir is doing nothing with the Mets. Yeah, you know, he came out and he was hitting the ball all right, and he's cooled off. You know, the truth of the matter is, they and I'm not a huge David Wright guy. To me, he's not a he's not an MVP candidate. He's not a superstar. Those days are long gone. But you, you did the subtraction of both David Wright and the catcher Darnell, who was hitting. You, you saw it with you know you you can only play with the backups so long, you know right. in anything. I right. mean, go go back to, to your wrestling days. Uh, the B team's not going to sell out. You know, you need your, right. your prime time. You need your A players. And you, you, okay, you carried a little hot streak. The Mets did behind the Eric Campbells and the Kevin Plawickies. After a while, you, you need your superstars, and you know you need to go to guys. And and you've seen that have an effect around the whole middle of the Mets lineup. Dude is not hitting for power. Kadiar is struggling. And now, truthfully, out of course field, what did I expect out of Kadiar? If Kadiar gave me 280 and 15 home runs, I would have been thrilled this year. Uh, I really would have, because we know this team is all about the pitching anyway. But, uh, you know, like, like your fantasy team, your professional team, the injuries hit, and, and you just hope to stay afloat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, the Giants, too, they uh... – you know, they kind of had that same situation with Pence. I mean, they're a different team with Hunter Pence in that lineup. And, you know, my, my whole thing – and I draft – I can't believe how far he went He went in the draft because, I mean, I, I knew he was only going to miss six to eight weeks. You know, so, I mean, you know, he was going like in the 15th round. So, I'm like, man, I'll, I'll take Pence in the 15th round. But I, I was the same way. I mean, my, my thing was, you know what, if they could play 500 ball until they get his bat back in the lineup, that'll be okay. And somehow they managed to do that. Yeah, and I think the Dodgers are vulnerable out west. You know, they just lost Drew. I mean, their pitching yeah. is Kershaw and, and Granke. They're getting beat up by injury as well. Uh, you know, everybody everybody loves – Vince, and, and I'm, I'm going to digress from fantasy baseball and just talk baseball because I think you're a baseball guy, and I love talking to baseball people because talking baseball to me I could do for hours on end. Everybody loves that flashy off-season team, right? Everybody loved the Padres, right. uh, the Dodgers, uh, you know, the, 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 the Kershaw, Puig, they're flashy. And they're the Giants. And what did the Giants do this off-season? Off the top of my head, I can't think of a darn don, a, a don thing, really. But all they do is know how to win games over the last five, ten years. That's all there is well, to you, it. And it's amazing you, you to me how many is. people – Yeah, no, you know what it is, Anthony? It's I learned this, you know, obviously being a Giants fan and obviously, you know, being a huge, huge mark for, for Bruce Bochy. Bro, I'm telling you, in baseball, chemistry means – everything and the Dodgers mm-hmm. are there every year with their with their with their locker room full of superstars and and I, I I'm going to be honest with you and I go off on this rant all the time I think Don Mattingly is the worst manager in baseball oh, hands down he should have been fired before Magic and his group came in he you know he was you know, walking a tightrope for some reason they kept them but you know bro they could they could go on and win the division every year for all I care because you know once once they get into the playoffs and they start playing against you know teams like the Cardinals 
you know, those those machines that just have the chemistry and all the yeah. right pieces and the manager put, making switches at the right time. Man, that means everything in baseball. Yeah, no, I agree. And I've long said, to me, to heck with the Yankees. To me, the Cardinals are the premier organization in Major League Baseball. Um, no question. You know, I, yeah, I, no question. I, you know, I like that team that doesn't need to go spend $150 million every offseason to fix their holes. You look at the Cardinals, they, okay, that's, we have somebody waiting. Well, you know, here comes AAA. We're just going to keep this train rolling. I mean, you name me another team that loses Albert Pujols and gets better. <laughs> End well, what, of conversation what, what for me that, there. About, yeah, well, what about what they've done without Wainwright? I mean, th- that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just you know, uh, uh, Waka steps up. Carlos Martinez continues to get better. Um, they bring back Jaime Garcia, John. La- I mean, they just keep rolling along. They lost their center field to John Jay. Uh, Grychuk comes in and he's done nothing but hit since he's come out to take John Jay's spot. Um, Colton Wong at second base just rolls in. This kid's going to be an All Star for for years and years. Matt Carpenter. You wouldn't know Matt Carpenter, Vince, if you bumped into him nose-to-nose in the street. He's probably no right. bigger than you or I. And the guy is having an MVP season. That's why the Cardinals are the premier organization. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Vince, any other surprises? I mean, you stay up. You watch baseball all night. And either fantasy or just baseball in general. Um, the Houston Astros, to me, are a huge surprise. You see what they're doing. When you watch these teams at night, what strikes you? Like, my goodness, I can't believe this team's either so good or this team is so bad. Well, I love the Astros, bro. I mean, you you brought it up. I love the Astros. I think there are a lot of teams right now that are playing a little bit over their heads on top of the, of their division. I think the Yankees are one of those teams. I mean, mm-hmm. right now they're, they're riding Teixeira and A-Rod, and there's no way those guys are going to keep up production, you know, you know, through the summer for the rest of the year. They're going to come down to earth. They're a 500 team at best. But I watch these Astros a lot, day in and day out. Um, you know, I mean, I, I watch them today. I think this is the real deal. And, and I got to tell you, with what's going on in the American League West right now, I mean, there, there's nobody stepping up. And, you know, you, you look at the Astros and you look at the lead and, you know, they, they tag a game on this week and a game and a half on next week. And, man, they, they really look like the real deal. And, and they're a lot of fun to watch, too. Yeah, I mean, and what's fascinating about him, and I happen to catch that game this afternoon as well, you've got guys like Evan Gaddis, Chris Carter, George Springer. Not one of them is hitting over 200. They're, right. they're winning on power, ridiculous power. And Dallas Keuchel, he's on pace to win the Cy Young in the American League. I mean, Dallas Keuchel, yeah. he went in drafts I was in. He was the 21st-round pick, and he's on pace to win the Cy Young. Yeah, and and I think I think Gregerson was absolutely huge for them. I, yeah, he he's been unbelievable. I think he's ten for ten right now. Uh, you know, last year, I mean, the the few last couple of years, you know, Qualls was in that spot and he was up and down. But I think now that they know they they got these young starters that can go seven innings. And then you know go to the go to the bullpen. Nishek coming in in the eighth, and mm-hmm. now you got Gregerson in the ninth. 
man, I'm telling you, I, I, I think they're the real deal. Yeah, and they've got reinforcements on the way. Everybody's chomping at the spit for uh, for Correa to come up and take over at shortstop. You've got uh, yeah. Appel, the former first-round pick, who can help reinforce the rotation at some point. Uh, John Singleton, their first baseman down in AAA, what do you have, 23 RBIs last week alone. So, yeah. you know, there's reinforcements coming. And you're right, the Angels, Texas, Seattle, somebody's got to get it going or, or – or they're going to run away with it, potentially, Houston. I can't believe we're saying that. I'm also a big fan, Vince. I want to get your thoughts. I watch a lot of and it, Kansas City Royals. Yeah, and yeah. Pe- people tease me all the time. Last year on this very show, uh, before the season started, and my co-host is not here tonight, I told him the Kansas City Royals are winning 95 games and going to the World Series. And he laughed me out of the building. I mean, he just laughed me out of the building. And I said... Similar to how we said with the Cardinals. I said, this team is built the right way. It's a bunch of young kids who have grown up together in the Royals organization. And it took time, maybe a year, but it it exploded last season. And people doubted them this year, right? They lost Billy Butler. They lost James Shields. All this team does is win. And they win different than Houston. They win with the bullpen and defense and speed. To me, I just love that style of play. Yeah, that team, man. I got to tell you, though, like they they got a huge chip on their shoulder, and, and I mean, especially uh, you know Ventura. I, I mean, for 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 a twenty one year old, whatever he is, I mean, they, they 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 play with a lot of attitude, and you know the team rubs a lot of teams the wrong way. You see how many brawls they've been in already, mm-hmm. and you know my, my whole thing was, I you know again I go back to this. I mean, I'm sorry, but listen, we we. We went into Game 7 in their stadium last year after getting crushed in Game 6, and I was like, mm-hmm. there's no way the Giants are winning this game. I mean, there's just absolutely no way. And, you know, they lost the seventh game in their old park. They couldn't smell Bumgarner. And, you know, I, and that's why, like, I watched them, and I'm like, you know, where, where, where do you, where, where'd you guys get this swagger from? I mean, you, you, you're in your own park. You lost the seventh game of the World Series. You didn't win anything. But, uh, you know, they, 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 they're playing like they're champions of the world. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're playing. And I like that. I know it rubs people. Like, it drives me, you know, the whole, it's not the baseball way. Or, you know, I, yeah. I like a little attitude. You know, like I said, I, 1986, I remember Ray Knight punching Eric Davis in the face. I like a little attitude in my baseball every now and then. You know, I miss the day when a pitcher gets, can, can, can pitch on the inside and remind the batter, that's my home plate, not yours. Um, you know, Ventura maybe takes it to an extreme. I mean, there's only so many fights you could get into. But I, I personally, I don't mind the little attitude on the baseball field, especially in a day and age, Vince, where guys like you and I, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, you kids and things like that, but I know my own kids, they have no interest because to them it's boring. So yeah, uh, I'll yeah. take a little attitude if it means livening it up the game just a little bit for, for a younger generation. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's an excellent point. Listen, my, my boys are already 28, 25, and, I mean, they could – 
care less about baseball. You know, and I mean, I I was hooked on baseball from the time I was, uh, you know, like I said, a seven-year-old kid, you know. So, yeah, no, that, yeah. that's a good point, man. If it, you know, if it does get younger people to watch and younger people to get engaged uh, into it, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, you know, sat down, your father sit down, we're watching the game tonight, and that was the end of it. That was, uh... That's the way it should be. Vince, how do you see the rest of the season playing out? Any, any, I'm going to put you on a limb here. Uh, any predictions for, for the rest of the season? Any, any team gets hot? Any team cools off? Do the Giants, I think you think the Giants are making the playoffs, and I do too. Um, any thoughts on the rest of the season going forward? Well, I, I think, <laughs> listen, I, 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 think in the, uh, I think the division win is a pretty clear cut and, and and that's really sad to say the third week in May but I can't see you know I mean Washington and uh, St. Louis and the Dodgers I can't I can't see any of those teams being challenged I, I mean I really mm-hmm. can't um, I, I listen I think the Cubs are going to be great. I mean, with all the moves the Cubs made, and the Cubs made, and I spoke to you about this earlier, the biggest move they made was getting Madden. No question about it. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I I believe the three teams that are going to compete for the wild card spots, I think it's going to be the Giants, the Cubs, and the Mets. I, I, I believe okay. that. I don't I, – I don't, San Diego – I ain't buying San Diego. I, I mean, I'm sorry. They, they made all these moves in the offseason. They still only have Shields and nobody else in that rotation. I mean, you know, Cashner, I think, is overrated. Kemp's only got one home run. Uh, I don't think it's going to be them, but I, I think – you know, Mets, Cubs, Giants, I think they're going to compete for that uh, wild card spot. But now the American League, I mean, that's that's a tough one to predict because, you know, nobody's going to run away with that Eastern division. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that the uh, uh, the Rays are playing as well as they are. I, I yeah. thought when they lost Madden, they'd be done because every year – they got a mediocre team at best, but he always found a way to get the best out of the players. The, the fact that they're near the top right now is surprising to me. Um, the, the best race in baseball should be the Tigers and KC. I think that's going to go, you know, all year long. And, you know, like I said, man, I'd love to see those Astros, you know, in the Western Division. So I think there's so much more up in the air in the American League than the National League. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm dead on. I mean, nationally, I agree that the division winners are. I mean, it's it's you can lock it up. You could have locked it up. I think opening day, barring an injury. And yeah, I mean, I think Pittsburgh maybe sneaks back in and gets involved. But uh, but those are the teams that are going to do it. And, and it's going to come down to what team is willing to make a move. Are the Mets going to be willing to move a pitcher to fill some offensive holes? Are the Cubs going to be willing to get a pitcher? And things like that, I think that's going to be the deciding factor in a lot of that. Vince, if somebody wanted to listen to the show, how do they find it? Well, I'm I'm on the Realm Network, uh, so but they, they can also they can go to the Realm Network. That's R E L M Network, or they can also go to Vince Russo Brand. Uh, dot com, and not only will you find who's on first, but you'll also find you know all my other you know wrestling shows and all my other podcasts and stuff like that I do on a weekly basis. Any chance we see you back with a wrestling organization again, or is that ship? I hope, I hope, I hope not, Anthony. I really, really hope not. Really, those yeah. days are hey, over. Anthony, for you, huh? you want you want you want? I made a big trade today, bro. 
Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let's talk baseball. You, you got you got to dissect this for me, and and you got to be absolutely honest with me. Okay. And I I, I made right. a treat too, so we're gonna we're gonna go vote, we're okay. gonna go tip for tat here. Let me hear yours first. Okay, now I like like I said to you, my 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 who's on first a fantasy team very very pitching heavy. You gotta have pitching. My starting rotation was I had Lance Lynn, I had Archer, and I had uh, Sonny Gray. That's after solid. those three, yeah, but after those three though, it was mix and match. You know, like I got gotcha. Phelps pitching tonight, I got Lincecum pitching tonight. And I knew I was going to need a horse to give me innings and, you know, just just write them in and never have to worry about it. So, you know, I, I was looking at the available players, and, of course, my heart went with Bumgarner. So now I know in order to get Bumgarner, I have to give something up. So mm-hmm. what I did was, what I did, I put, a, I put a little package together, and I gave up, I gave up a lot, bro. I gave up, uh, it, well, I gave up Inciarte, who I think is playing great for Arizona. I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's the real deal. I gave up, I gave up Lincecum, <laughs> which I'll be honest with you, I just kind of threw him in there. He's not going to be mm-hmm. consistent all year as much as I wish. And bro, I threw in I, I, the, the the main piece of the of the puzzle was Goldschmidt. And wow. what I got in well, but let me tell you, I got Bumgardner, and you know I and? had to fill the hole. I had to fill the hole with Goldschmidt, and you're not going to replace that bat. I understand that, but I was able to get uh, Bumgardner and and um, uh, Big Poppy who I think is really, no, I mean, I think he's going to come around because every year you think Poppy yeah. is done, and at the end of the year he's got 35 homers and 105 runs batted in. You know, he's up to a little start, starting to pick up a little lately, but that's who I got to replace Goldschmidt, but meanwhile I got Bumgarner. It's not a terrible trade. It's not. Uh, Lincecum, like you said, is a throw-in. Inciarte, don't get me wrong, he's a nice player, but he's not providing you power or anything like that. He's going to give you batting average. So I look at it that you gave up Goldie and you gained Bumgarner and Ortiz. Can we, count, can we go to the back of the baseball card and assume Ortiz is good for 30 and 90? Because if we go to the back of the baseball card and assume that, I think you won this trade. Yeah, what well, what well, you know what we can't we haven't been able to assume that with the guy since he hit thirty eight years old. But yet, but yet yeah. every year, I mean, there he is. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you needed the pitcher. I would have done it. I would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I would have done it. I, I think. Got, I think you got. Yeah, I, you got two starters yeah, I, for I, one I, I just, definite starter. Yeah, I just got you know the, the mix and the matching will drive you crazy in the long haul, and I wasn't about to do that for the entire year. What 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 did you right. have cooking over there? All right, here's here's the one I pulled off. Similar situation. Um, I had my 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 top starters were Cole Hamels and Sonny Gray, and then I had a lot of mixing mix, mix, mixing and matching guys like Tyson Ross. Things like that. Good pitchers, but no no stud. And I felt like I needed a, a stud pitcher. I was very strong offensively. So I went to a team that was strong pitching-wise, 
and I was trying to get Matt Harvey from him. And his demand for Matt Harvey was either Mike Trout or Bryce Harper, who I was able to get both in the draft. And I, that wasn't happening. So the trade that ended up going down, I gave up Adrian Beltre and Lucas Duda. And I got in return Garrett Cole of the Pirates. I, I, now, yeah, I was I able to replace Beltre. I was able to replace yeah, Beltre in-house because I also had Kyle Seeger. What do you think? I think that's a great trade because I think, I think, but, you know, bro, it's Beltre's a lot like Poppy, you know, as he mm-hmm. gets older and older. I mean, listen, Bonds got better when he got older, and we all know why. But, you know, with right. Beltre and Ortiz, that, that's not supposed to happen. But, you know, it, you know, Beltre is kind of off to that slow start now like Ortiz where now you're kind of thinking, okay, is the, are the better years behind him? So, I, I mean, you know, looking at it in that way and Duda, you know, my bro, we know we had the monster year. I think it was 2013. He was down last year. I mean, you know, there's, there's definitely some inconsistency there. I, I think you got to steal in that trade, bro. Yeah, the guy was desperate for offense. Uh, I was happy to get Cole. Cole's got like 53 strikeouts, five wins. He's been, he's been, he's a future. He's already an ace in Pittsburgh. I think he's a future ace. So I was happy to make that trade. Vince, go back to your fantasy baseball. Do you do any NL or AL only leagues? Are you, are you, are you, do you go down that road, the more shallow leagues, or do you keep everything mixed league? I keep everything mixed, but I wouldn't mind trying that. Do, do you dabble in those kind of leagues? Well, that's what I was leading towards. Um, I am commissioner of a quote-unquote industry NL-only league. Um, guys from different sites, different podcasts, friends from over on the Sirius XM radio, and uh, we run a 12-team and this was the second year we did it, and there's always a little bit of turnover. So I wanted uh, to mention that to you. I know it's a few months away, but uh, when next season draft comes along, we do an auction, 12-team NL-only auction, and uh, I'd love to have you be part of the team. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, it's a fun league. No money, just bragging rights. All the different podcasts and site guys are in there. And uh, a lot of guys like you and I just want to play and talk some baseball. And uh, the invite is there, my friend. We'll, we'll stay in touch, yeah, and I'd love no. to get you on board in that. Yeah, especially NL only. I mean, I, I'm an L, NL guy, you know, through and through. You know, that, that's, that's where my heart is. So, yeah, no, definitely put me at the top of that list. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll talk a couple more times during the season. And uh, let's do it because I, I, obviously i got to bring you on my show now. I would love to come on. I, I could talk baseball for hours, uh, especially with somebody who knows baseball. And it's funny. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm, I, take, I always take notes when I do a show. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at the similarities. Uh, just Long Island guys, the history of your father, a Giant fan, my father, a Met fan, but how that all develops. You know what I mean? Um, there, there's something about that. And, and you know a baseball guy within talking to a baseball guy within a couple of minutes. And uh, it's just great stuff. And I would love to come on the show. I think it would be a blast. I think we'd have a lot of fun. And it's a long summer of baseball, so I would love to be able to keep you on the list and have you on again if that sounds good. 
Oh, absolutely, and I will. Uh, I will definitely return the favor and bring you on my show. And uh, you know, I, I look forward to a long, ongoing relationship with you, Anthony. Yeah, that sounds great, Vince. And uh, I appreciate you spending some time. As I'm about to wrap up here, I want to thank you for uh, coming on, and, and best of luck with the show. I hope it takes off. Uh, you've earned that, my friend. And uh, like I said, anytime you need a guest, you let me know. All right, man. I really appreciate it. All right. Vince Russo, everybody. Who's on first fantasy baseball podcast? The Realm Network. Uh, VinceRussoBrand.com as well. You can check it out there. Terrific stuff. And a special thank you to Vince for joining us tonight. Lots of fun. We got pranked tonight. So that's always a good time when uh, somebody wants to crash the party. Uh, you got me this time. You won't get me twice. But again, Special thanks to Vince Russo for joining us. Knowledgeable baseball guy. And you got to, seriously, you got to check out the guy's podcast. It really is quality stuff. Uh, I've enjoyed listening to it. Uh, you can tell he does his homework and he knows what he's talking about. All right. Uh, with a couple of minutes left, though, folks, you know, got to give everybody a couple of heads up. A lot of injuries in baseball. I mentioned them earlier. Outfield's taking a hit. Guys like Will Myers, Corey Dickerson, Jacoby Ellsbury. Victor Martinez has an inflamed knee. He's going to be out for a little while. Eugene Rue, if you drafted him, well, it bit you in the butt because he's out now with shoulder surgery. A starter Drew Pomerantz also going on the DL. But there are players out there that you may be able to add, and I'm using CBS Sportsline as my reference point here like I always do. Curtis Granderson, 77% owned his last seven games. He's at 281 with two home runs. Vince Russo was talking about Inciate of Arizona, 66% owned. He's batting 309 with five stolen bases. Yosmani Tomas, you've heard me be very critical of him. Uh, defensively, he's weak, but right now he's raking at the plate. He's batting 342 with a, uh, with a homer and 11 RBIs. Chris Young of the Yankees, an interesting ad if you're a Jacoby Ellsbury owner. He's going to play most of the time, you've got to figure. He's got six homers and 13 RBIs. Andre Ethier is only about 50% owned, five homers, 14 RBIs, batting over 300. If you need steals, the line of the shields of the Texas Rangers, 10 stolen bases on the year. And if you need a third baseman, grab him now while you can. He's only about 55% owned. Michael Franco, a rookie phenom for the Philadelphia Phillies, he's scorching at the plate. He's batting 350 with a home run and five RBIs, so he can help out your team as well. If you're in a third base, you need a third baseman. And that's part of the reason I've made that trade I was talking about. I gave up Duda. Uh, he wasn't my primary first baseman. I had Freddie Freeman. I also had Brandon Belt, who I was able to add off the waiver wire because he was inexcusably dropped. Uh, I have Kyle Seager to replace Adrian Beltre. And I had Michael Franco sitting on the bench in case I needed him. So I happily gave up Duda and Beltre to add a player of the a pitcher of the caliber of uh, of um, Garrett Cole of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So I was able to grab him as quick as I could and, and, and lock up that trade. And hopefully that's enough pitching to make things uh, worthwhile. So, uh, so there you have it, folks. This has been a lot of fun tonight. We didn't get to two-star pitchers, but that's all right. Uh, we'll cover that all next week, as we always do. This has been the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. I want to thank again Vince Russo and his show, Vince Russo's Who's on First Podcast, for joining us tonight. Great stuff. Uh, he's been making the interview circuit. Uh, he's been on a few podcasts and, and knowledgeable guys. So make sure you check out 
his show. Don't forget the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show is brought to you by the DynastySportsEmpire.com and is a proud member of the Fantasy Sports Podcast Association. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy. That's Fantasy. A-N-I-A-N-O. So make sure you follow me there as well. The show airs every Wednesday night live, 7.30 to 8.30 Eastern Time, also available on DynastySportsEmpire.com as well as iTunes. So if you miss us live, make sure you check us out either on demand or on any of those sites. It's been a lot of fun. I'll be back next Wednesday night like I always am, 7.30 Eastern Time. Uh, Who knows who I'll have in. Hopefully we'll have some more fun guests to talk baseball with. So it's been a lot of fun. Everybody enjoy your week, and we'll see you again next Wednesday night. Good night, folks. Mm